Welcome to the Inglorious Blasters Podcast, a Star Wars Legion podcast talking anything and everything glorious or inglorious about the game. My name's Corey, and with me today is John and Brendan. How's it going, gentlemen? It's going good. Yep, doing well. Good to hear, good to hear. Uh, today, we're going to be talking a little bit about Star Wars Celebration. I was lucky enough to head on out there and uh, some of the announcements that came out of there. And then we're going to have our glorious or inglorious segment. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about eWebs. Um, so stay tuned for that. And then we're going to talk about some Atlantic City Open hype, um, the upcoming tournament. Maybe some list talk, maybe some waffling talk. Alrighty, let's get started. So Star Wars Celebration just uh, happened very recently. Uh, Ewoks, are we are we excited for them, guys? <laughs> I know I am. Yes and no. I uh, as a uh, big fan of the Empire, I don't like murder bears. But uh, as a player of the game, I'm very interested to see how they will do. And they, they look fun to paint. Murder bears are cute until they start murdering. That's why they're murder bears. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so I, I was able to go to the panel and they said that um, they're going to have the most models in a unit. So B1s are already at six uh, by default. So it's at least seven. <laughs> so that's terrifying. Um, here's here's to hoping they're worse than B1s. Like, I don't know, like negative dice or something. <laughs> yeah, if they're not white dice for both attack and defense, we got something wrong. I'm really hoping there's like a yeah. big limit on like most of them are at max range one to make up for it. <laughs> I'm hoping for a minimum range, right? Uh, or I'm sorry, a maximum range of like hopefully no more than two. <laughs> they use bows uh, two and arrows throw, like, and spears. Shots. They shouldn't be able to have a lot of range. Yeah, I mean, how how <laughs> far right. could those little arms throw a rock? In in movie canon, they they took down an ATST, so <laughs> they're pretty threatening. <laughs> they had giant. Uh, logs, I'm wondering, uh, and those were traps. I mean, they didn't have a, you know just yeah. a random battlefield. I'm excited to see like how they work because that'd be cool if they can set a trap, kind of like how mines work in uh, the game right now. Um, set a mine and then like another Ewok sets the mine or um, sets the trap off, <laughs> Send, sending sending in the logs. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I don't know. That could be cool uh, as long as it's still thematic and they have to be near it to set it off. Like it could be set up right. somewhere, but they have to get to it to set off the trap. Right. Either way. I'm excited. My B1s are amazing at throwing white dice. Uh, I imagine Ewoks will be just as amazing. <laughs> and then uh, we also got uh, some news for Rebels. They are getting a bounty hunter, finally. Uh, they're getting the Mando, along with Grogu. Um, and then the pre-orders just went up. Uh, looks like it's showing up around October. We'll see if that actually happens. Yeah, so I'm very curious about Mando and Grogu because, you know, at Celebration they said he was for Rebels. But I don't know if you guys have had the chance to look at the box art yet. It also has the Imperial logo on there. So Oh, that's right. You did say that. I, I'm wondering. If, not you said that, but yeah. Yeah. I'm, so yeah, I'm, I didn't I'm wondering notice if it's that. a, hey, Mando can be Imperial, but not Grogu. <laughs> or if they can both be Imperial. Who knows? That's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Like, the real news here is like 
rebels getting a bounty hunter so they get the keyword bounty on top of secret mission uh that's scary <laughs> yep very yep extra ways for scoring points extra extra points rebels are just like you can kill all my models but just give me all the points that's fine so Corey, through the rumor mill of the internet uh since you were actually at celebration did they say that if your mando dies the other player can capture grogu they did say that out loud um so yes <laughs> i just really need to how know that works that i have no idea yeah i know right i i imagine it's a it's a thing like recover the supplies where you just got to go walk up to grogu and pick him up like spend an action yeah. um i wonder if that's don't take anything what i'm saying as like factual but they did say that you're that um if mando dies grogu just drops and then like uh, your enemy can go pick him up or interact with him in some way. I wonder if that's going to be a, like, a new risk-reward thing. Yeah, you can bring Mando and Grogu, and you can you know have bounty and whatever else Grogu's going to bring to the table. But if Mando dies and your enemy picks up Grogu and brings him back to their deployment zone, they maybe get a victory point? That could be, that a, sounds weird, right that could be a weird thing, but I like it. It's kind of thematic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's cool if that happens. I think Mando has to be really powerful in order for me to bring him <laughs> because that because the uh, the side effect of that you described sounds terrifying. Like if my Mando just gets like, you know, I roll they roll five hits. I roll all five blanks. <laughs> um, that seems pretty bad. But uh, we'll see. I'm excited. Yeah, definitely should be interesting, especially if like Grogu's a counterpart with a uh, force upgrade slot. That could be interesting. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I was also lucky enough to uh, get like a um, what are they called? Uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on the word. Alt art. I got a unit. I got an alt art unit card. There it is. Yep. <laughs> um, I got an alt art unit card for. Um, Maul in the Shadow Collective. It's it's of him sitting on the throne, um, the Mandalore throne, uh, holding the Darksaber. It's pretty sweet looking. I did have to do a random poll uh, for a language, and I got German. <laughs> so that's fine. It's perfect. I'll just have to learn German. Alrighty. How about we move on to the Glorious or Inglorious segment? You guys ready? Nope. Perfect. I love that. Ready. <laughs> Excellent. Ready to rock. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to be judged today. And Brendan has taken the side of Glorious for Ewebs. And then John has taken Inglorious uh, for Ewebs. I don't think I have too much of a bias. Like, I've used them. I've played Empire before. My thoughts are fairly neutral on Ewebs. So you, one of you two can sway me. Probably pretty easy. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, who wants to go first? Well, let's first give the stats on the e You know what? That sounds since, like a good idea. Uh, I've got it up, so I can do that. So E-Webs are 55-point emplacement troopers with red defense dice, 4 health, 2 courage, surge to crit, do not surge on defense. Uh, they do have a melee attack of 2 black, a... Uh, Ranged weapon attack, range 1 to 3, at the E11 blaster rifle for 2 white. And their main gun, the E-Web heavy blaster, 
uh, range one to three, one red, two black, two white, but it's cumbersome and fixed front. And they also have two upgrade slots for comms and generators. And there's only two generator upgrades in the game. So I'll go over those real quick. The barrage generator, uh, which adds two white attack dice and suppressive to the attack pool. And the overcharged generator, which adds one black die and impact one to the attack pool. And both of those upgrades are only three points and are exhaustible. Cool. Awesome. Uh, who wants to go first? I can go first. Sure. Glorious. Um, so they are glorious because it is tough to find a cheaper activation that has as much upside offensively. Again, their base is 55 points, and their main gun is red, two black, two white. A uh, couple things I did forget to mention about it. Uh, it is speed one. Uh, it has a keyword called full pivot, so it can pivot up to 360. Uh, it can reposition, and it does have a sentinel range of one to three. So if you do take a standby with it, anybody at range three can be shot at if they get in there. Um, again, this gun surges to crit, which is great. Uh, you know, looking for those extra crits. It basically adds a second crit to each of the dice. And with the two generator upgrades, you've got the barrage generator. If you want your list to be more suppression suppressive, uh, or your overcharge generator, if you want to include some impact in there. Um, both of those, again, add some extra dice and give you those options. So at 58 points, you're getting six to seven dice in an attack, depending on which generator you're using. That searches to crit at range three. Not bad at all uh, when you're just looking to mow things down. Um, E-webs, I think, go great if you're going for a gunline feel with some shore troopers, because they are emplacement troopers. You get the orders to your shore troopers, and then they can coordinate to E-webs. So you could potentially replace mortars with E-webs in a list and have something that has an extra health and more dice for the attack. So... You know, it's a few extra points more, but you have a lot extra fi more firepower in a list like that. Um, again, for another five points, you could also then put linked targeting array on there and get them aims. Uh, if you're focusing on getting the shore to e-webs going, so that way you have an aim for your shots because if you have one of the generators on there, you probably want an action to recover to get that back. So it just really helps with the action economy. Um, lastly, I mean, e-webs are just cool. <laughs> uh, I mean, the first time we see one is on The Empire Strikes Back, and unfortunately, they got shot before they did anything. But then we saw them as a major threat in The Mandalorian, and we saw the heroes of the show get really panicky when one showed up at the end of season one <laughs> and at the end of season two we actually saw one do 
a lot of damage to some rocks because you know the good guys have plot armor <laughs> but you know it's it's a big gun it's scary it throws a lot of dice what i'm looking for is the next upgrade if they do like an upgrade pack or something uh i hope they give some trooper a e-web like handheld <laughs> You could just pick it up and just <laughs> just just start mowing with it. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be nice. <laughs> that would be super awesome. One can dream. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll push it over to John. Do you want to give Brendan any pushback on these points? Absolutely. I mean, first of all, there should be a reverse demoralized word for your army because those guys carrying around that weapon have to stink. I mean, all of the the clothing and armor that they are wearing that is technically only suitable for uh, an extremely cold environment, yet we're now seeing them on uh, other worlds. They have got to be hot. <laughs> so I can only imagine the effect on the rest of the troops. <laughs> Slightly unfair, but I'll allow it. Very, rele- yeah. very, very relevant point to Legion, right? Um it is funny that you bring up the Mandalorian because I remember when they pull that thing out and they're talking about how they're going to level the entire building with the thing. I'm like, that is not exactly how it feels when I play Legion and I've used these guys. I never feel like I'm going to level anything. Um, so, so, relevant Legion points. Um, so, first, first, the one thing I think of when I think of them is their lack of mobility. Um, just having the cumbersome uh rule in there for the for the heavy blaster itself and not having the ability to move shoot although you could move standby right um similar to to mortars so that kind of offsets it but i just always feel like they are a step behind when i play with them um just due to that lack of mobility and not having the option to move shoot um and then also having to worry about the fire arc which again that's a little bit offset by the the full pivot but as soon as you commit to the move or do the pivot you no longer can shoot because of cumbersome um and just in an objective based game and and being able to do those late game moves onto like a key position or uh, an intercept point during rounds two four six uh, not that they're always going to be the guys that are doing that, but if you need them to, they never really seem up to the task. Um, and they, I mean, they do throw a decent pool with the red, two black, two white. Um, but as far as stats on that, you're going to get 2.8 hits without a name, 3.7 hits with a name. So it's nice that it surged to crit, but um, if you're shooting something into heavy cover, 2.8 hits is going to be, you know, 0.8 through heavy cover or 1.8 through light cover. So if it's a red save unit, they're going to take half a wound. You're just hoping that they fail that one save. Um, same even with with a white save unit. So they don't seem overly devastating even when they get the shot off. Um, especially to give up the mobility factor, which I think is huge. And Honestly, whenever I see them on the table, which I feel the same when I see mortars on the table as well, is it's like, oh, nice, a nice juicy target to pick off and eliminate one of my opponent's activations. But but the, the thing that mortars have going for them is since they're range four, you can tuck them back 
kind of behind your line, so you force a situation where if your opponent wants to get that shot, they really have to come into a whole horde of other shots in the process, whereas the E-Web really has to be up there in the thick of it at range 3, which puts them kind of in a, uh, a rough situation most of the time. And then if they have to run, that's not easy either. Um, and they can't abuse, you know, some of the cover dynamics since it's a single uh, model. Whereas with with most units, you not only do you have that flexibility, but you can you can kind of have your unit leader up there and then back cohere a couple guys behind like a barricade or a rock or something so that you're getting that heavy cover. Whereas you really have to think that out more when you have a single single model in the unit. So that would be my argument as to why they are inglorious. If I can rebuttal. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things John did mention is how difficult it is to move e-webs around. I mean, they are speed one. They're a, a bigger based model. That makes perfect sense. However, there's a great thing you can do with e-webs, which is put them in gav tanks. My man. Then they have mobile heavy cover. <laughs> and you don't have to worry about moving them. The tank will move it for you. And then you've got a giant platform covered in guns. Then you have two inglorious units right there together. Whoa, whoa, whoa. To We're off. talking about how to make <laughs> e-webs glorious. So. Overruled. <laughs> the gav tank just serves it up on a platter so you can pick it off. Well, if you build a list that actually focuses around gap tanks, you uh, believe gap tanks have a comms upgrade. They, they do. They do. So you can give it onboard comms to make sure you get those orders to your e-webs to get that linked targeting array going. So, you know, it's a great way to get the extra orders out, get the order control, and keep those e-webs shooting things. Yeah, I've actually. Uh run lists like that before where i throw the e-web in the gav um if the gav does not have a shot for some reason i'll just move the gap well i'll take a and i pull the e-web like randomly um i'll just take a standby with the e-web and then i'll march the uh march the gav up forward and then if something moves you know the e-web's there <laughs> the e-web's there with the standby and it's range three from the base of the gav, so like it's surprisingly decent um, when you do it like that. That's interesting. I was actually going to ask: Do you measure the range at that point from the base of the gav or the e web? Does the e web have, in that case, a three hundred and sixty arc? Yes, yes, it does. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, super cool. It's good. It, the only thing bad about it is table dependency yeah <laughs> for for that specific not, not trick, a trick. lot of tables right for that particular trick because gavs cannot move over a lot of things no and a, a lot of tables nowadays are a little bit more vertical and a little bit more dense so it's tough to tough to navigate with a gav what we really need is the lat to be open transport <laughs> throw throw an e-web in that lat you can mount it on the wings and just do drive-bys <laughs> yeah. like uh, 
like a Black Hawk Down type situation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, what what we need is the Gav to get retconned from the Gav we see in Rogue One to the Gavs we see in Rebels, which are hover vehicles. Yeah, that's there's a big disconnect right there. I'm I'm upset they're not like hover, but whatever. Here we are, <laughs> forever on the ground. Uh, do you do you guys want to bring up any other points? I mean, I'm kind of split. I mean, you both brought up some great points. Um, I love the fact that Brandon brought up Shore Trooper plus LTA because that is that is pretty gross, right? You don't have to use the mortar. Um, getting that extra aim, pretty helpful. Uh, they are cool. I love that point. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you brought up the Gab, so that gets some extra love for me. <laughs> uh, John... Lack of mobility is, that's pretty true. Um, you brought up the key positions point. I'm going to push back slightly. I'm going to argue for Brendan. Because <laughs> uh, I am the judge, so I get to do whatever I want. Uh, the lack of mobility is true on KP, but like, if it hasn't died and it's gotten to that point in the game where they are a potential scoring unit, they move surprisingly far if you double move. It's not bad. They're they're not limited anymore, right? They got rid of that crappy rule. Yes, Correct. they did. Plotting. Okay. What was that? Was that plotting? Yeah. I think it was plotting. Yeah, they got rid of yeah. that. So yep. the double move. move is really good. Um, and you could just touch the KP. That's fine. Uh, and then maybe even sometimes, depending on the KP, actually block access. Uh, access to the enemy for other troopers to get in there. Uh, they are very weak. Uh, I will give you another that. thing. They they are uh, another thing is since they are troopers, you you can take advantage of rapid reinforcements and deploy them places so they can actually get better shots. Yeah, if you choose to have them be your reinforcements. This is so tough. Uh, <laughs> what what is the? Do we know the distance that they? So like. Uh, like a small base unit, a speed two move is just shy of range one. It's like five point eight inches. Do we know? Because it's it is speed one, but you're right. Like the base is much, um, much larger, obviously, than a standard base size, which I believe is twenty eight millimeters. It it would definitely be over range one because that's it's I think the same. Sp- base size is a dewback is that oh wow is that a large that's a large base then right okay yeah Yeah, like i'm having a hard time like figuring out like because you both bring up good points they uh to talk about john's points really quick um it just does die really quickly it's four health uh even in heavy cover stuff is putting too many crits through but man is this is this i want this unit to be so good See, like, this if is, it costed 38 points, like a mortar, when it goes down, then you don't... It's like, okay, I didn't want to lose that unit. But when you start talking about, like, 60 points, which is, you know, 22 points more, when you start kitting it out, especially if you give it link targeting array in one of the generators, then it's 62 points, it feels significantly worse when it goes down. Um... I don't know. I mean, I I never see any, and the times that I have seen them, like I said, I'm usually like, nice. That is 
that is the weakest link thereby (laughs) (laughs) that will be picked off first and it's not because i'm i'm scared of it it's not like a situation where i'm like oh i need to kill that because it's gonna wreck me it's more of like oh perfect this guy's gonna be served up on a silver platter i can pick it off and go up an activation early that's fair i'm either looking for a mortar or if i'm fighting empire i'm looking for a mortar to pick off or a sniper uh and eweb for that for that matter they're the same amount of uh they're like the same amount of point cost well same amount of health ish right so i I, yeah one extra health yeah so i so i understand your argument uh all right i'm ready to judge brendan great job i love all your points uh they are super cool i love throwing them in a gav short trooper plus lta it's really good but i have to give it to john because I have to give it to John because, like, it's just it's the sweat factor. This, yeah. If if we're talking like super competitive, yeah, which we are. (laughs) Yeah, which I'm not at all surprised because I'm kind of shocked John didn't bring up the following. Uh, The eWeb is competing in the same slot as Dubacks and speeder bikes, both Both of which which are are better right now and are good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what, John? You didn't even need it. And both of which, at naked, are only 15 more <laughs> points. <laughs> For more health. I, I didn't want to have a landslide victory, so I left that point out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Thanks, you, ke- you kept it interesting. There you go. <laughs> I, I do have to say, I think what could put the eWeb over is some small errata maybe make it up to range I four agree. uh you know we we've now seen an e-web go toe to toe against fennec shand with a sniper rifle so range four seems like something that should be an e-web um and it's a big freaking gun it should at least have cover one they're hiding behind the giant gun i like the range one to four undecided about cover one <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, E-Webs need some love. Um, hopefully with an XRRG or something. If it was range 1 to 4, I think then it's... I would. I personally think it would be amazing. Like, potentially borderline broken. Because then to be able to sit at range 4, especially when you throw in a generator, and even if it's the, the two white or the black, I mean, 6 or 7 dice, surge, crit, range 4... Um, at the same point cost, I think, because that's kind of my point about the mortar is it's not hitting you as hard, but it's it's that extra range ban always seems to make it seem like it's really tucked back there, and it's just safer. Whereas the e web, to be at range three, you're then at the threat range of just about everything in your opponent's army. Um, so with like. The nice thing is, when you start taking wounds, it doesn't affect your dice pool like like a normal trooper unit would, where they have like four or five models, and every model you lose a die. Um, but yeah, if it was range four, I mean, it would be spicy, if especially in a in a shoreline. If it's range four, hundred percent, they need. I would pay like 75, 80 points for that. Sure. Oh, ag- agreed. I mean, because. I mean, nobody has a range four weapon on an armored unit. <laughs> <laughs> Droids. See, th- see, all I'm asking for is cover here. 
fine. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Light cover hiding behind the heavy gun. Perfect. Look, up it to 60, 65 with some cover and range 4. I think it's a great I think gun so at too. that point. Alrighty, congratulations, John. Uh, what do you guys say we move on to uh, talking about some ACO hype? Atlantic City Open. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Atlantic City Open is happening June 10th through the 12th. Hopefully I got that correct. Uh, <laughs> so if you're listening to this, it should be within the Sounds week. Right to me. Uh, within within a week. Uh, we are all three of us are attending, and uh, I think I'm locked into my list now. How about you guys? I'm enjoying my breakfast. Ooh, and it's waffles. delicious waffling. <laughs> yeah, all I know for certain right now is I'm bringing the empire. Beyond that, I'm looking at too many options going, hey, this looks fun, or hey, this looks fun, or oh, maybe I could do that instead. <laughs> so You'll figure it out. I'll nice. figure it out. Nice. Have to. Lists are due on Monday. <sighs> yep. Got to figure it right? out soon. For some reason, I thought it was Friday, but then I think I remember seeing the same thing that you're referencing, Brendan, that it was the 6th. Yes, let's do on the six. Nice, John. What are you bringing? Or are so you waffling? I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm ninety five percent leaning towards my Wookie Padme list that I've been playing um, with triple Wookie, either Chieftain or Chewbacca, Padme, and then three clones with heavies. Um, and then I just keep playing around with different upgrades and switching between Chieftain and Chewbacca one shooty wook two melee or now i've kind of looking at two shooty one melee because i usually tend to like to sit at range three um and then there's just so many fun things that you can do with with overwatch on them and having padme there to to share standbys um but there's just so much range four in the meta that you have to it, they become so table dependent because if you have somewhat of an open table at all, the fact that you have to eat one or two shots by the time they get to you, they're so depleted and, uh, you know, battered down that it, it really doesn't matter anymore. So I've been kind of like, we, we've been chatting about some, some Palpatine less, so I'm 5% leaning that direction. I'll probably end up sticking with Gar. Um, probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do have to say, we kind of know what the tables are going to be like, because these are tables from Nick from Legion 99, and he does not make open tables. So that is not really that much of a concern. His tables are very well balanced, maybe a little on the dense side. And that's, that's actually probably the one thing I keep coming back to where I'm like, this will be okay. Right. Like, there shouldn't be any range for, like, open lines. Or, I mean, if they are, like, with scale, you should be able to just kind of work your way around them and at least be able to engage at, you know, range two and a half, three. Gotcha. Yeah, I think you'll do fine with the guard list. Um, just, you just need a good board side and then you need a good deployment. That's, that's it. <laughs> John, John, you and I have talked about it before, but, like, that list doesn't care what the objective is <laughs> you just no, want it you, you just want to like get a deployment that can get the wookies in yeah, 
The yeah, giant murder the, bears. The bigger, older cousins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so for me, I'm going to be bringing the same list that I brought, uh, I guess, for the past two tournaments, um, which is my Adepticon list. Uh, one small change. I got rid of hostage exchange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that will never happen again. Uh, Shocker. Evan, if you're listening to this, it's never going to happen again. <laughs> Um, no, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, I, I've been doing well with that list. I think it's exactly what I want to do and what I'm good at, which is just be as lame as possible. Sit back at range four and just, just shoot. That's fine by me. <laughs> so definitely the opposite of whatever. A hundred percent. The opposite. I, I, I love bringing melee lists. I love running right. at people. And then if my stuff dies, it dies. If it get it's in there, the other yep. person dies. <laughs> so uh, very two polar opposite lists, right? Uh, just just in case no one was aware of what the list was, it's um, it's Kalani, and then it's two spiders, two ion spiders, um, and then it's the AAT, five B ones with two of them having the uh, the sniper. And then two of them having a repair bot, and one of them's naked. And then I have one RPS um, Magna Guard. It's a pretty good combination of stuff. Shoot them at range four, and then if they get close with whatever's left of melee, uh, just mop them up with the uh, with the Magna. It's it's very degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not fought against Rebel DLT gunline yet, so try i guess we'll see how that goes i know my aat is like the strongest thing against it um but i still haven't i I just don't have the matchup experience yet so eager to see how it does i i wouldn't be i mean i was thinking about it today even and running some numbers on the dlt squads and even in heavy with the dodge if you're pushing six hits with the spiders they're going to ignore, you know, shrug three off, two to the heavy cover, one to the dodge. They're going to roll three saves and fail um, two of the three. So if you have two spiders, there goes four of the six models in that squad with the uh, with the captain. And then having high velocity just basically completely ignores all of the, the dodge tokens. It ignores that. that they have. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, high velocity is is huge against that list. I would not be concerned personally. I'm concerned to face that list, but uh, I, <laughs> but I think your list yes. is ready to rock and roll. And I think as soon as you can clip off, you know, two of the DLT um, squads, it just completely starts to erode and fall apart. Probably that sounds right. Again, it's just one of those I haven't fought against it, so it seems like a boogeyman, but sure, probably yep. probably end up being okay. If I can if I can get the deployment I want, I'm pretty good, pretty happy with that. Yeah, and so ACO does have the two heats, and I believe we're all playing on the Friday heat. Yep. For some weird reason, I thought we were. Yep. I was playing on but, Saturday, uh, but then like Nick said something in the Discord, and I was like, oh yeah, I am playing on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, there's also uh, going to be skirmish for anybody on Saturday and Sunday if you didn't make the cut for Sunday. So I have decided on a skirmish list. Nice, that's good. So uh, because uh, skirmish skirmish is uh, doesn't require paint, 
So I decided I would have some fun with some models I haven't painted yet. <laughs> so uh, I'm bringing a separatist list for Ooh, skirmish. Awesome. Does it include Magna Guards? I'm bringing Count. It does. <laughs> it includes Count Dooku, two naked B1s, and two Magna Guards with rockets. I was thinking of the ways. same thing, but with Grievous or with Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to have some fun with Dooku. Oh, yeah. Dooku should do some work, like burst of speed and just like basically get in there, turn one. Okay, seems yeah, good. I'm waffling between burst of speed or having force reflex and vigilance on him, so I just don't have to worry as much. I don't play too much skirmish, so I'm, I guess I'm unaware of how useful burst of speed will be. I can see a case for reflexes being pretty useful. Yeah, again, I, I don't know what the tables will be like yeah. for it, but... I mean, I've right. got the Magna Guard. They can do a lot of protecting. <laughs> yeah, true. So, yep. Should be great. Yep. <laughs> I have no list for... Uh, I have no list for Skirmish yet. Gotta figure that out. John, what about you? If you get not... Oh, wait. Are you gonna be possibly there? On Saturday or Sunday? Uh, no, so I will not be there Saturday and only returning Sunday should I make the top cut. Gotcha. Well, I hope we all make the top cut. That'd be cool. I, I hope so. It'll be a lot of running around either way, because I'm going to have to come back Friday night, and then if I have to uh, return Sunday morning, um, I'll probably be a little beat up from <laughs> from all the family obligations on Saturday and just driving back and forth to Atlantic City <laughs> in the mix. Probably. <laughs> That's all right. Alrighty, gentlemen. Any other thoughts before we close this podcast out? Make eWebs better. I like this statement. Uh, I'm going to say murder bears are cool. Uh, I can't wait for them. I'm ready for some Ewoks. I'm down with that. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I want people to paint squads of Ewoks as Care Bears. <laughs> uh, that's where I draw the line. Nope. <laughs> Someone's going to do it now. Uh, well, I guess we'll put a bounty out. <laughs> Whoever could, <laughs> maybe we'll give them some free swag. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> that reminds me of the, uh, like the <laughs> AA5 mystery machine and all the different things that you saw going around when that came out. That's right. <laughs> the snail tanks that are painted like Gary. Gary the snail. Look at, <laughs> looking at you, Stabcast. <laughs> Alrighty, everyone. We are the Inglorious Blasters podcast. My name's Corey. I'm John. I'm Brendan. All right. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>